passengers, may I have your attention, please? Take your seats and secure your seatbelt. The ride you're about to take will be unlike anything you've ever experienced before. They are the mics on mics, and this is Drive-By. Mike, Mike, this is Drive By Wrestling. Mike, welcome back. We had a one uh, one week break, and we'll be a little bit hit or miss in the next few weeks since the holidays are coming up, and I know my schedule goes kind of batshit crazy, and it gets a little harder to do this. I will uh, let everyone know that I don't know if you've thought about it, but it crossed my mind. One of our soon to be upcoming episodes will be. One of my favorites, the prediction episode for 2023, Mike. Oh. Oh, I should start working on that. And if you're not familiar, that's where we go back and look at what we predicted for last year and make fun of each other and ourselves and then predict new ones for this coming year. It's a blast. I can't wait to see how absurdly wrong I am about everything other than MJF (laughs) becomes world champion. (laughs) <laughs> it's going to be interesting because I honestly can't remember. I can't uh, remember any of mine. I knew that was one of them. Yeah, yeah. So it's 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 definitely going to be interesting. But Mike, something that I think you and I kind of nailed on the head, unfortunately. Well, unfortunately, on one hand, we didn't get to talk about it right when it happened. But now that we've had two more weeks to see it develop, everyone lost their shit when Austin Theory not only cashed in for U.S. title, but then failed to win. Talked about how Triple H is burying him, and of course he's burying him because he's a Vince guy, and blah, blah, blah. And we both said, hey, this could be character development. I don't know if you've been paying attention, but I've been paying attention, and this kid is knocking this shit out of the park. Um, I've just been keeping up a little bit here and there. Um. Everybody's got to bear with me. I've been sick the last couple weeks. Um, That's pretty much how life's going anymore. <laughs> yeah, man. I finally caught COVID two and a half years after the fact. There you uh, go. Yeah. Um, I was like, what? COVID? That's not even a thing anymore. Um, <laughs> I, so I got the GCW Fight Pass. So I've been catching up on like old death matches that I haven't seen and stuff. So it's kind of been taking up my wrestling time. Um, but I've been like, keep it up intermittently here and there with like AEW and WWE and, uh, man, uh, <laughs> pretty much like we said, huh? Yeah. I mean, comes out first week, cuts a amazing promo talking about how getting rid of the briefcase is the best thing to happen to him. Cause there's a weight dragging him down and literally saying the same things we said about how, like, I tried to cash in before on Roman, and if the bloodline wasn't there, Brock was there, Tyson Fury was there, outlining the fact that every time he had a plan, someone else stepped in the way. So he decided to take advantage of a beat-up Seth Rollins and go cash in on that, and didn't work out. But now it's time to get serious, Mike. The selfie gimmick's gone. Uh, the, he's growing a beard or more facial hair. He looks more serious. He's wrestling with would we call maybe a uh, ruthless aggression, Mike? I I see that's my favorite part of all of it. 
<laughs> right. Is that his entering style has changed to yep. reflect. Yep. Got to rebuild the guy, man. Got to rebuild the guy. You too much goofy Vince baggage attached to him. It's not his fault, man. That's what Vince does. He attaches goofy baggage to you. Roman dealt with it too, man. Bunch of goofy Vince baggage, suffering suck attached, and shit like that. <laughs> just, yeah. It is what it is, man. Sometimes you just got to get rid of all that goofy Vince shit and just start over. And they're not even really just like starting over, right? This dude's still a high-level talent. He's still like a upper mid-carder. Right on, man. Good for him. How about it, dude? Just got to change your style now. Get a little bit more angry, which he did. And we pretty much called that one. Yep, yep. It's almost like we sometimes know what we're talking about. And, you know, this rolls into another topic I just wanted to briefly touch on, Mike, is Survivor Series War Games uh, this year, when Austin Theory will actually be in a triple threat match against Seth Rollins and Bobby Lashley for that U.S. title. So that should be pretty damn good. Um, I can't see how it wouldn't be, to be quite honest with you. And the card itself. Uh, we also have Finn Balor versus AJ Styles. We got it once before. I think we'll all gladly take that again. <laughs> yeah, this match is going to be a bagger. Uh, Shotzi Blackheart challenging Ronda Rousey. There is a lot of Ronda hate. Uh, as of hell, <laughs> her return. Oh, always has been. Yeah, but it's even more now. Like Even people who like seem to enjoy her on her first run have turned on her. I, I don't know what it is. I don't care what it is. I still like Ronda. I still think she's, you know, has excelled in pro wrestling as she did in MMA. Uh, cool to see Shossi get a chance. She did beat Shayna Baszler on SmackDown last week because uh, they're doing a whole Shayna Ronda thing, if you're not aware, Mike, which is great. They should. They should have been doing that a long time ago. Uh, they're doing it now. So we'll, we'll see how that goes. But I, I don't Shossi think. Shossi beat Shayna. Yeah, with like, um, you know, Ronda being involved and just kind of crazy distraction, kind of stuff like that. Okay. Not like a, Better. not like a flat out. She just beat her. It was, it was yeah. a convoluted okay. finish, dusty finish, whatever you want to call it. Um, Shayna Baszler was my maybe my biggest main roster disappointment of all time. <laughs> yeah, no, I hear you. I totally hear you. But all that said, I, we're not taking that title off of Ronda anytime soon. I think that's going to be hers going into Mania. And it might be a Becky or a Charlotte to take it off of her. We'll see there. Speaking of, is it Charlotte's Becky? Gonna... Or is it Charlotte? Or is it someone else who's going to be the mystery partner? Uh, we'll find out. Well, by the time you hear this recording, you already know. But apparently it's going to be re- revealed on SmackDown tonight, who is the fifth member of Team Bianca for the War Games match, which is Bianca, Alexa, Asuka, um, Mia Yim against Damage Control in Bailey, EO, Dakota, and Nikki Cross and Rhea Ripley. So that sounds fun. Did they not change Mia Yim's name? Okay, so and this is another thing the internet lost their mind about. When she debuted with OC, they were calling her Meechim, which apparently is Korean for crazy. And by they, I mean, like, AJ and Gallows and Anderson, right? Mm. So when she came on Raw this week, when they put the graphic up, it said Mia Yim and then, quote, like, parentheses, Mee Chin, right? 
Mm-hmm. And they were referring to her on commentary as both. And then supposedly, I never saw it. I looked, I couldn't see it on the app, but supposedly it was changed on the roster page to Meacham. Now it's changed back to Mia Yim. She had said, someone had said something on Twitter about, you know, she owns the rights to her name. Maybe she wanted to do something else. And she like replied with like a thank you gift. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, but it now is apparently back to Mia Yim on the roster page. So I'm thinking, and I'm actually, I think this is a plan all along. I think some wires get crossed. It's not, not that they're changing her name, but maybe they're giving her a name that they can trademark and use as a nickname, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Do you know Which, what this all very reminds me of? What's that? Once upon a time, there was a guy named Hunter Hearst Helmsley. Right. And then his name was Triple H one day. Right. And then, and then they went through a period of time where they very much forced the name The Game upon us as well. Right. And now he just has two names. You're like, mm-hmm. oh, it's The Game. Oh, okay. You know he's talking about. Oh, it's Triple H. Okay. Yep. Oh, it's Hunter Hearst Helmsley also. But sometimes he's Paul Beck. Uh, so, you know, man, like, this is nothing new. <laughs> no, it's not new, and it's literally not that big of a deal. And it's, like, uh, literally how he became Triple H, too. Like, Shawn Michaels started calling him Triple H on TV, and then, like, three weeks later, he was just Triple H. <laughs> right, and, and it just stuck, and it made sense, so let's go with it, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, do you remember when the game nickname started? I was like, for sure, this dude's changing his name to the game, the way they're pushing this right now. Oh, they 100%. didn't. But like it was pushed like that, man. So like chill, chill the fuck out, people. Yep. Yep. Just just let it breathe, man. Like things happen. And I know people were mad about they did some remix to Johnny Gargano's song. Like with the songs, I mean, they stated a while ago they had issues with CFO and the licensing and things like that because of CFO's contract outside of WWE. Like, that's not necessarily something they can fix. You know what I mean? Like they had a start, Johnny, Johnny's Paramore song got ruined. Yeah, if if they had, if they have rights for a certain time and they got to make some tweaks, it is what it is, guys. Uh, Could they afford to pay some of these? Maybe, but maybe it's the principle of the thing too. Maybe they don't want to. Maybe they don't feel like they need to. Maybe they feel like they did everything right on their end, and the you know whoever is holding down CFO. I don't think CFO ever wanted to leave. That's the thing. I think it was literally a contractual thing and they got yeah, no. everyone in the everyone in the deal got fucked over. You know what I mean? Yes. So, it is what it is, guys. Um other than that, man, the, the men's war game, uh we got and I like how this chat kind of went in our group. Two group, I mean the bloodline's huge, over huge. Uh when Pete Dunn came to the main roster and was put with Sheamus and Ridge Holland and his name was changed to Butch and everyone lost their mind. And I mean, Pete Dunn's a solid wrestling name, Butch, I don't know, but you know, again, I don't really make a big deal out of these things. The brawling brutes are so absurdly over. It's ridiculous. And it's because of the work those three guys have done together to get themselves over as a group. And now they're adding Drew McIntyre and Kevin Owens to their War Games team, and this match should be, as Sheamus would say, a banger. Um, honestly, this is a very exciting match, isn't it? Oh yeah, like, just with the like, 
I'm not really like a WWE guy. I think that's pretty well known. But like, man, like I'm excited as fuck for this match. These dudes are all hard hitters, man. Like this is gonna be a fucking beast of a match. I'm disappointed there's not gonna be any blood, but like whatever, whatever. <laughs> well, I mean, every now and again it happens by accident or accidentally on purpose in this kind of match, and I would not be shocked if that does happen again. And, and I mean, the work that Sami Zayn's been doing as an honorary oos. And now we got KO against them, you know, opposite team, same ring, two two rings, one cage. You know what I mean? Like, this has so much potential. And then you just add all the other variables, Drew McIntyre, Shane, the whole, every team. They all are hard hitters. They're going to beat the living daylights out of each other. And we get to sit back and enjoy it, Mike. Prediction. Uh, at a certain point. The bloodline will be holding Kevin Owens and have Sammy hit him. There's going to be confliction from Sammy. And then Jay's going to be egging him on. And then Sammy's going to do it. Yep. 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 Which is ultimately going to lead to Sammy's downfall in the bloodline at some point. And Kevin Owens making a save because it's poetic and we all want to see it. And they're going to do it because it makes the most sense. Yeah. Yeah, this is going to be good. This yeah. Be, this should. This should carry us to mania. I mean, like, I'm sorry. I know Cody's coming back. But. Uh, I think KO getting a shot at the Rumble and losing and Sammy being the story to mania is. The play. I yes. mean, I know he's coming back, and I think they would be equally, I don't want to say equally successful, man. Like, obviously, if Cody comes back, wins the Rumble, like, that's going to be a huge deal, right? It's huge. He's a superstar. He's a fucking megastar. Um, the story of I want the belt that my dad held, uh, dude, that's there, man, that my dad didn't get to hold. That's fucking there, man. Um, but, dude, I don't know, man. I don't know. Sammy and KO has six month potential. Yeah, no, I'm I'm with you. I, I'm totally with you. I also am starting to again feel like there might be a uh I really feel like there might be a rock aspect to this. I, I don't know. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. We will see. Um there isn't. I don't think so either, but then I'm I'm hearing things, I'm seeing I don't know. I don't know. There, uh, there's not. They can't okay. afford this guy. Flat yeah, out. I mean, logically, I want to agree with that. You know what I mean? But, you know, we... He, he has five projects in some form of development right now. Like, be it filming or pre-production or something. And he has his hands in, like, every project he does. Like, this man doesn't have the time to be a fucking pro wrestler. I agree 100%. I just maybe want to put a little bit of hope out there. If he's not at the Rumble, we ain't getting him. I'll say that. But uh, let's do this. Take a quick break. Come back. Definitely got to talk about the best decision that AEW has made um, ever. Hang tight. We'll be right back.
This show has more leg slaps than WWE and AEW combined. Wait, why? Because it's funny. Leg slaps? Jesus, Triple H Christ! You you guys really wanted me to read this garbage? Oh, oh, oh! Yikers! I'm recording. <laughs> this is drive-by. All right, Mike. We also uh, had the passing of or the taking place of, I guess I should say, of Full Gear while we were on our one-week hiatus. And we have a new AEW champion, Mike. The best decision AEW's ever made. This would have been... This this uh, this portion of the show would have been completely different had Mox kept this title, right? Oh, yeah. We'd have been like, well, you know... Uh, you can't really pinpoint when a company died, but this would be a good place to start. <laughs> so MJF, AEW champion, uh, with a little bit of aid from one William Regal. I wish we could like let WWE borrow him for Saturday just to say war games one time, but you know, it is what it is. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, then maybe the... I don't want to say the worst decision they made, but the fact that MJF wins the title and then he's not on Dynamite the next week. Um, I think that was kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, okay, he's shooting a movie, right? Right. And for his character, like, it's almost perfect. Like, yeah, I won the title. Now I'm dipping out for a week because I got to go shoot a movie. Um. And again, this is one of those AEW failings where, like, kind of got to watch the press conference. So you kind of got to watch the stuff online to kind of, like, follow the story. Yeah, the press press conference is great, too. He flat out says, man, I'm going to shoot a fucking movie. I'll be back, like, when I want. (laughs) And it's, like, and it's perfect for his character, man. And then to have Regal come out and be like, you know, uh, he's not going to be here tonight. Because, like, he's shooting a movie. Because, like, fuck you people. Like... He's like, he's like, he doesn't, a town like, where are we? Chicago? Okay, like, Chicago, right. the third biggest city in, like, the country. And he acts like it's a nowhere. And, like, it's beneath CM Punk, not, or up CM Punk, beneath MJF. Like, nah, man, this was dope. Like, I thought this was a really cool fucking, like, heel move right here. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's, uh, there, there were a lot of fans kind of, like, what the hell? This he should have been there. Um, looking at it from the this reminded me of Hogan. It reminded me of Hogan back when like Hollywood Hogan first started. Yeah, and I mean, it, looking at like, it, you'd be like, I'm not even gonna be here because I got a movie to shoot because like I'm Hollywood Hogan. Yeah, no, it totally makes sense. Um, on one hand, you can think, do you want to keep? You know, you got this momentum. Show, let him show up. Let him talk shit. Let him do whatever. But on the other hand. For the character, it does make a lot of sense, Mike. Yeah, and the dude literally is shooting a movie. So, like, cool. Right. No, I'm with you. I'm with you. Where do we go? They need to ride this wave, in my opinion. Um, You're more in tune with AEW than I am. Well. But 
if I've learned right. anything from AEW as the new AEW champion, he's going to have to fight the murder hawk here soon. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Fight and beat the murder hawk. Okay, we got that one. Um, uh, they'll throw the initial. You know, Brian Cage might, might might get his normal shot. There you go. There you go. I like it. Um, storyline wise, though, what are we looking at? Probably uh, oh, Ricky Starks gets this shot coming up, doesn't he? Doesn't Ricky Starks have a shot? I believe so. And on one hand, I mean, he loses. Right? Where I mean. I mean, Brace MJF has uh, to have a run, right? Like a long right. run. Yeah, so like the Ricky Starks match, that's going to be a one-off. Um, probably going to have some kind of feud with uh, the firm, right? Ethan Page is probably going to win this title eliminator tournament or whatever. Okay, yeah. Unless he already got eliminated. I don't know. I haven't really been keeping up that well. Um, so, I, I mean... Obviously, the firm. They're going to do something with the firm, and then it'll be, I don't know, who's out there to be a face. Probably Claudio. Claudio want revenge. I mean, I'd hate to see Brian Danielson lose another title match. I'm just trying to think what faces are out there. Adam Page, maybe. Again, though, like, that's a, that's a crazy thing. I'm sitting, we're trying to sit here and think, and I know I don't tune in to AEW every week, but I try to keep up, and I literally can't think. Like, all these people are, like, the same people, though, man. Right. Like, you even throw in an Omega there, but you can't do that. Like, he just... You know what I mean? Like... Yeah. It's really hard to say, because, like... Omega was heel champion for so long, so you got to see everybody have the title shot. Right. And then... Hey... And, you know, I feel like they probably were counting on a good CM Punk storyline right here. Clearly. To come back. Um, Clearly. You know, wow, man, I just don't know. I just don't know. Well, I mean, you got to have, you got to have good baby faces to take on the uh, shit you know, the shit heel, and he's definitely a high-tier shit heel, so they're going to have to figure something out. He's going to have to beat a lot of people, and you're right. You don't want you don't want Brian Danielson to lose again, so you want to keep him away from it. Maybe we throw a Claudio. Maybe we throw a, you know, unfortunately Man, for him, a Ricky Starks. But it's been a while since Darby had a title shot. I sometimes forget he's still there, so, yeah, that's fair. Um, like, there's a, like, there's a solid tier of, like – mid card or like upper mid card guys that we haven't talked about right could like you know have runs fucking uh you know he's been gone so long i don't even remember his aew name rusev blonde rusev that's what we call him yeah it's miro miro that's right <laughs> miro. huh yeah, man, I, I was, I'm all, still all about the MJF like, title, like, but now that we're talking about it out loud and trying to spitball this, I'm a little confused. Yeah, but like Miro doesn't need to lose either. Yeah, no, he doesn't. He doesn't. Hmm. And I mean, obviously, Mox is, he's taking a vacation finally, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And again, shouldn't be the one, you know, 
shouldn't be a, the next one to face him in all honesty and all reality. Um, the elite is back though, Mike, and you wanted to talk about it. I don't know where you were going or what you wanted to say. I have some thoughts, so I'll let you lead. And if you don't go where I was going to go, we'll go there. All I really wanted to talk about was this past week in Chicago. Uh, that's what I was hoping you wanted to talk about. Let me tell you, as a fan of heel work and pettiness, and not even just heel work, I guess, just a fan of pettiness because kind of everybody in this match was involved in this amount of pettiness, I thought this was a fucking thing of beauty. <laughs> and, of course, you're talking about all the shots at one CM Punk in the match, right? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> So I did see a little discourse where people were saying, I believe it was Omega that said, oh, you know, we all just need to move on and let it go. And then this happened, (laughs) which I kind of still found funny. Uh, I don't know what that says about me. Uh, And it is kind of, you know, talking out of both sides of your mouth. But that being said, there's also a lot of people now chirping like, well, this is still this is clearly a work then because they wouldn't do that, which I don't buy that either. Um, thinking that now this means CM Punk's coming back in a couple of weeks and hitting someone with a GTS. Uh, sure. Doesn't. How you feel about that? Sure doesn't because that move ain't worth a shit now. <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't feel that at all. I, I feel this was just the last, I mean, they were in Chicago. They, do I want to say, quote unquote, took advantage of that. And yeah. they will, I'm sure, move on at this point. I'm sure they'll throw some jabs on BTE. There's no point in them doing anything like that on TV if they're not in Chicago, right? I mean, because you do have to eventually yeah. move on and let it go. By that crowd when they walked out. Yep. Three minutes later, that crowd was like, "Oh yeah, that's right, it's Kenny Omega." Yep, yep, yep. It was, it was very interesting. Very. I mean, I enjoyed it. I, I get it. I get what they're doing. Was it petty? Yeah. Uh, if they keep doing it, will it get old? Well, yeah, man, it gets old. That every other like promo has to be about uh, WWE as well on the show. So, I mean. They can they can beat dead horses a little bit too much at AEW, and I hope that this is kind of a hey, we we put it out there, let's move on, you know. Yeah, I'd be good if they just didn't ever do it again. Right. <laughs> we will see, but uh, I think they'll also. You think they'll win these titles back? Probably. Yeah, I think so. I mean, they weren't going to lose them in the first place, right? I mean, they were the yeah. initial champs. It's their it's their belts to have. I think they'll get them back, and I think they'll try to correct whatever story they were trying to tell there now that they're all back. And, you know, Punk's going to be in a Royal Rumble, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> then he's going to fight Stone Cold at WrestleMania. Yeah, I don't think he's probably ever going to be seen in pro wrestling again. Yeah, I don't think so either. And to be fair, I hope that we are both right. And maybe, maybe, see, this is a this is what they call a teaser, Mike. Maybe that'll be a prediction on our prediction show. Ha ha. Mm-hmm. <laughs> In the last. 
Uh, well, Mike, I know that you're feeling rough uh, this week. Is there anything else you want to say to these fine, fine people as we keep this short and sweet for the holiday weekend? Black Panther was pretty good. It was a special movie, man. It's one of those where they had to deal with an awful real-life situation, and they did absolute, in my opinion, absolute best they could. I will watch this movie probably one other time and never need to see it again, although it was a great movie. Yeah, that's probably where I'm at with it, man. Like It was, uh, it was a great movie. It wasn't a great superhero movie. Right. It was a great movie. Yep. It was a okay superhero movie if you really want to like look at it like that. It was yeah. Of, um, but it was a great movie. Um, man, yeah, I'll probably watch it one more time and then never watch it again because it's yep. it's a it's rough. Heavy. Uh, as someone that has like lost a lot of people in the last few years, oh man, it was uh, it, it has some weight to it. Yeah. Yep, 100%. Well, let's leave it at this. We should have, should be good next week, I believe. Have a show at least the next two weeks, and then we'll assess from there um, Mm -hmm. and and, and go from there with holiday, see which one's going to be our prediction show. Maybe I'll hold it off for you guys. Maybe we'll record and we won't even release it to the new year. I don't know. We'll see. But uh, see what the future brings as the crazy holidays come and then after the first of the year you'll get your drive-by wrestling podcast uh, more on a regular basis um but we want to say that we're thankful for each and every one of you that takes time to download this and listen to it on this thanksgiving weekend and i say it every week it's been real it's been fun we will catch you next time you guys are beautiful we love you have a great week New episodes of Drive-By are available every Saturday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and everywhere podcasts are found. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash drivebypod. And follow us on Twitter at drivebypod. This has been a presentation of the Nearfall Network. Until next time, bye.